Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. I'm excited about today's radio show for a variety of reasons. The big reason is that it's springtime, and springtime is when everything really kicks in in my world and probably yours too. That includes gardening, house cleaning, house repair, house selling, and house buying. There's so much going on in the spring, and with all of the pent-up demand to do things, well, 2021 is going to be an incredible year to get things done. With this April Labrie, the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, glad to have her back today. Also joining us in the studio, Laura Van Antwerp. She's the communications manager for the SPCA here in northern Nevada. We're going to hear several languages today, one of them that includes dog, the other one probably cat and a few other things. I'll be talking in the B world, so there's going to be a lot of buzz on our radio show. We'll be back with all of that information, plus the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. It's amazing what's happening in the world of real estate and the world of mortgage as well. One of my great friends, Brian Cushing from the Guild Mortgage Team, and I were talking recently about what it takes to purchase a home today in 2021. Many people, many people that are still not first-time home buyers, think it is outrageously expensive to purchase a home in 2021. Not like the old days, right? Well, guess what? I took a look at some of the numbers from years past, and it might not be as difficult for young people today as many people think. We're going to cover those things and talk a little bit more about the work that Brian Cushing does at the Guild Mortgage Team later on the show. But joining us now, April Labrie from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Welcome back to our show, April. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So you want me to talk a little bit about the market? Oh, you know what? (laughs) Every week I try to find other things to talk about besides the real estate market because the real estate market is it's just constantly moving. And every week it's a little bit different. And you can't really make a seem like a whole lot of plans as what the real estate market is going to look like in maybe 30 days or 60 days. If you're looking for a better deal. Correct. But Correct. Maybe the better deal is now. It seems that the better deal might be now. Um, we're going into seven months of straight less than one month supply of inventory. So um, that's something that we watch out for. That is this the new norm? I hate to use that phrase, but uh, is this the new norm of having that low inventory numbers? Mm-hmm. As well as we're um, seem to be leveling off a little bit. We're seeing some consistency right around four hundred fifty thousand yeah. um, for the median home price. Right. Right. Uh, so that's interesting to note. We're not seeing the sharp increase or sharp decline. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see pretty balanced with new home inventory coming into the market and then properties being sold. So there's this balance going on that uh, it seems to be the new norm. I just, I don't know how else to explain it. We don't see a panic buy or panic sell. And we're hoping spring, like you said, has some some sellers going, okay, it's time. It's time to upgrade. We need a home office. We need a home gym. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing what that looks like. Yes. April, I am originally from Colorado, mm-hmm. my native state. And one of the areas that we love to visit when I lived in Colorado, and many people still love to visit, is Estes Park, Colorado. I'm not sure if you've ever been there, but it's a really beautiful resort area in the mountains near the Continental Divide. And it has a lot of appeal like Reno, Nevada. 
And I saw the same thing happen there many years ago when it was a quaint little village and a few more people moved in and then ultimately it was discovered. And now I see in that market, because I go there every year, I see that there's that balance. Finally, you see a little bit of control, if you will. They, they're not selling a whole lot of homes like they used to. Well, there aren't really that many more homes to sell, for one thing. Right. And a lot of the people that wanted to move there for the lifestyle that was there, they're there. Okay. And the lifestyle is the lifestyle. So I have a feeling that there's going to be a little bit more equilibrium in Reno, northern Nevada, just like you're talking about. Yeah, we're looking at, um, again, that whole of new property comes onto the market and then an existing property is sold. So it's it's that pretty equal balance going on. Uh, we're hoping, though, we'd like to see a little bit more sub- mm-hmm, sure, uh, sure. inventory on the market than yeah. less than a month, less than a month now. But right. um, it'll be interesting as spring opens up. Um, it'll be interesting as as we're going into the first year, full year of being in lockdown or yep. grounding, however you want to look at that. Mm-hmm. And so I think with the vaccine rollout and more people being vaccinated, um, it'll raise that comfort level of, okay, we can, you know, now put our house on the market. We can move into a new place, uh, relocate. And, and so we're we're watching it. We're watching it optimistically. <laughs> in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. I was very concerned that things would dramatically slow down in northern Nevada and that we'd see a return to the, well, the decline of what we had going on in 2012. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised. 30 days later, 60 days later, 90 days later, it was still moving in the same direction, which told me that northern Nevada has is certainly insulated to some degree this round. Correct. They weren't in 2010, 8, that era. It was a lot of dependency on gaming. We had not developed a lot of the new technology. That's that's changed dramatically since then. So we're not nearly as vulnerable now. That's a good thing for the people that are here today. That's a great thing because we do have a diverse economy here in our area that provides a lot of stability. Whereas you see in other uh, economies that rely on one industry, mm-hmm. it has a huge impact. Yeah. And so because we're, we have that diversification, we are a little bit more uh, padded mm-hmm. against some of the mm-hmm. external issues that go on in our yes. society and country. I am so. <laughs> so glad to be in northern Nevada. Absolutely. You have a guest with you today I because do. there was a lot going on this past week involving this guest and the organization. I'll let you introduce her for us. Sure. So we are proud to um, partner with the Northern Nevada SPCA and Laura Van Antwerp is with me today. Um, she is their communications manager and we have started to pro- promote and put on events to support our furry friends who also need help with housing. Wow. This is true. Yeah. Hi, Laura. Welcome to our radio show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. I come into work. We're right here near the airport is where our studio is. And at the corner of Mill Street and Terminal, I hear the song of dogs every day. You know, we have a big dog day, doggy daycare right down the street. That's fantastic. It seems like almost every household. I haven't seen any reports from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors as to how many households have dogs in them, but I would bet over 50% of the households that I know about have dogs or cats. Yes, and to add to that point, we haven't been able to keep our animals in the shelter for very long at all, especially since March of 2020. Mm -hmm. Everyone is adopting, people are working from home more, Mm -hmm. and so they're looking to expand their family with little furry family members. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. That is really amazing. So you all had an event this last week uh, where you had a big roundup. Tell us about the event. So uh, partnering with the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors has been a wonderful uh, partnership so far. And they went ahead and hosted our first donation drive through So people were able to drive by and drop off donations, all of which go to support homeless pets in our community. So, you know, we don't get any support, any funding from the ASPCA or the government. We rely completely on our community and partnerships like uh-huh. this one with the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. So it makes a huge impact in our ability to supply everything that our pets need. Wow. So tell me about some of the things that were collected. April, tell me what were some of the things Sure. So. 
We took in dog food, cat food, leashes, collars, um, cleaning supplies because the facility still needs to be cleaned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So paper towels, um, pet cleaning supplies, you know, for accidents. And uh, um, so we took in those items. We filled a whole SUV. So we're super excited. <laughs> Um, If you miss the drive-by, it's okay. We're actually running this throughout the entire month. Uh So you can drop uh, any of the supplies at our location at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Um, We also have um, two locations, uh, one in Sparks at Greater Nevada, Sarasota Parkway at Greater Nevada, and then Greater Nevada on Los Altos Parkway. And then we also have Capital Glass on Virginia Street, as well as one of our brokerage companies, Remax Premier Properties. So wow. we're doing it all month long. We want to get as much supplies as we humanly possibly can for our furry friends. Um, so it's, we're looking forward to it. It's been successful so far. Super oh, exciting. Nice. I that's know the nice. bins are getting filled up, and they've yeah. only been out for less than a week. So yes. <laughs> you know, everyone in the community has been so great and supportive of this cause. And um you know, that they don't just have housing for the animals. They also have this great mobile vet program. And I'll mm-hmm. let you talk about that because I think that is one of the huge benefits for everyone out there that um, are at home and they can't maybe afford or get out to a, to a vet for their animals. So. Well, that's nice. So that during the era of COVID, there's a lot of uh, delivery services. A lot of people are now having things delivered and and service without going out away. Tell us about that. So, well, we don't actually have a mobile vet service per se, but we do offer some services that we can go to people's homes for, such as, you know, if their pet is um, need in need of a humane euthanasia because they're so old and they can't afford it, we are offering a service where we can go out and help people help their pet pet pass. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of the other programs that we do have that we're really excited about is we do offer an affordable spay and neuter clinic. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that makes it so that people can get their pets spayed and neutered at an affordable price, Mm -hmm. vaccination clinic as well, um, and a bunch of wonderful community programs that we offer to people in in Reno. As you just said, you offer these services to people because when it comes down to it, our pets are really about people. And I know how a pet can impact a person's life and you're really benefiting a person if you can connect the right pet with the right person. So I love the work that you're doing. I'd like to talk to you more about the pet world and the real estate world and all the good things going on in Northern Nevada. We have to take a break though, so please hang on and we'll be back after this. Sage International Incorporated, we believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. It's an excellent day to tune into our show today because it's always an excellent day in northern Nevada. I was reading recently about how many sunny days we have in northern Nevada compared to the average. We get at least 50 more sunny days than the average across the country. We're one of the sunniest places in the country. So what does that mean? Well, it means we can enjoy the great outdoors, but it also means If you've got those big windows at your house like I do and they face the south, that sun is going to cook your interior furnishings, floor, and the air. It's going to be hot in your house unless you get these. SunTech solar screens. 
I have them on my house, and they're fantastic. You know, immediately I was able to start turning my air conditioner off more often in the hot summer, and I'm saving so much money, they've already paid for themselves. I only put them on half of my house, but it's just amazing the difference. The house is quieter. It's cooler in the summer, warmer in the winter. And get this, I can see out of the windows, but people can't see in. It's fantastic. It's like more privacy. And do you ever notice how good people look when they put sunglasses on? The same thing is true for your house. You got to learn more about SunTech Solar Screening. Check them out at the website, suntechsolarscreens.com. You're going to see some great examples, stills, and video of the product. And find out how you can get a free estimate. Give them a call. SunTech Solar Screening, 3529396, and tell them Peter sent you. I've got two guests in the studio that I'm having a good time with. We're talking about animals, pets, wild animals like me, and having all kinds of fun. We have with us April Libri from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and Laura Van Antwerp from the SPCA. What is the SPCA? What do those letters stand for? Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. There you go. That's what we want to prevent when we're talking about the SPCA. No cruelty. Is there a lot of cruelty going on? Or are we at that point now where animals are really about, we're treating them like part of our family? Yes. I mean, of course, we're seeing more of that. It's in today's world. People are treating animals humanely. And, you know, there's a mutual benefit. Animals help us heal and we help animals as well. So it's a beautiful relationship. And with us to talk about the real estate world for the Really, many of the homes that these animals have that we're talking about, pets in northern Nevada, guess where they live? They own their own homes. They do. They do. Surprising <laughs> the statistics of animals that own their own homes. Yeah. We find that we see that animals who own their own homes are more productive. Yeah. Uh, they provide uh, tax revenue for the community. Yeah. Uh, they have higher education. So, really? Yeah, it's Ooh, great. Wow, well, i got to get a pet. <laughs> well, everybody <laughs> knows that the pet rules the household, the so, especially cats. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. My uh, brother lives in Colorado, and he and his lovely wife have three dogs, and they have devoted half of the house to the animals. They literally have half that's theirs, and you just don't want to go there because that's theirs. And, of course, they can come in on the other side of the half, but we couldn't go in their half because got their dog toys and their place things, and there's a couple of cats roaming around. So they have the whole basement. It's very, very cool. It's like they have their own zoo. It's it, just amazing. You know, I can appreciate that. We also kind of keep the animals on the other side yeah. Uh, yeah. just to help. When people come over, you mm -hmm. know, they may not necessarily want to have the dogs jumping all over yeah, them. Yeah, they, so. so they have their own their own place. I have another friend in Colorado who's, he and his wife are big into cats, and they have, I think, 25 cats. And they have built these entrances in various areas throughout the house where they can get into these areas, walk up and down. And it's like a moving show all the time with these different colored cats. It's very cool. Goodness. Wow. <laughs> and I am a former bird owner. I used to have a very cool cockatiel. And uh, I love Bob. Bob was just an awesome bird. And uh, Bob and I parted company about uh, 10 years ago. And I just am fascinated still by birds, but I can't get myself to get another bird. I'm not in a position where I can take care of a bird like I used to. But uh, I see some uh, great postings from people that have owned birds. Do you ever see that? Absolutely. Our past president actually has birds, and uh, it's fascinating to watch. Mm -hmm. um, she's got the whole camera set up, and you can... She's had the birds have babies now, I saw and that. so it's I like actually saw the yeah, birds it's camp. like so it's very fun to watch. I I actually watched the bird cam, so oh yeah, yeah. We don't have birds, but I do like to watch the birds. Yeah, you so. know, pets are really important because they allow us not only to to help ourselves right by enjoying the pet, but it really gets our mind off of our problems sometimes. And uh, we all need that. We all need an escape now and then. The media is so prevalent in our lives. I mean, we're constantly getting hammered, radio, TV, print, or internet, phone. Can't get away from it hardly. But with pets, we're able to sometimes get that escape. So I'm a beekeeper, and my real escape is getting to get close to those bees because I have to get in my spacesuit first right. so they don't sting me, and then I'm surrounded by these bees. And um, like with some pets, you have to be really careful around mm. these pets because they're uh, they're wild, they're half wild, and uh, 
after two or three hours, um, I feel so much better because I'm really relaxed. Because I haven't been thinking about that production that I needed to do, that radio interview that went bad, that deal that didn't go as well as I wanted to, whatever happened, right? Um, you just forget all about it because you're so in, focused on that element of your world. And pets have that impact on the whole universe. They absolutely do. The honeybee, the bees make honey, but they also pollinate. So the cats, right? They keep the, the yard clean when they come around. The dogs keep the coyotes away when we don't want them around. There's a nice balance when you can include animals and pets. But we were also talking too, April, there are some challenges. Some investors buy homes to rent to tenants and then they have the pet issue. Correct. So um, we do see, we were talking about statistics on home ownership and animals. Um, one of the things that's fascinating is that there's absolutely an increase in people who have pets. They need a place to rent. And so investors should look at that as ways to help people into properties mm -hmm. um, and, and look at their pet restrictions. Are they too tight? Do they not accept pets at all? Uh, we find that People want a place to live. They want to have their comfort animal or their support animal. Um, and for people to really look at, is there a way to accept those pets into the property um, in, in order to provide that? So we really are looking at a different um, perspective when it comes to traditional renting, no pets allowed, things like that, to really open up a little bit and allow for some consideration when it comes to pets. Majority of people have a pet, um, and so they we really encourage that to look at those rules and, and really see are they really necessary in today's day and age. So, so. are there any guidelines as far as um uh, clauses in rental agreements whereby somebody could charge a different amount if they had a pet. We talked about that by weigh them in when they move in and weigh them out when they move out. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's some way to where um, the uh, there's an element of risk in everything, right? And there so, is. if you rent your apartment out to somebody or your house about somebody, you've had a little old lady in there forever, and she's lived by herself, and the place is immaculate. Now the next tenant has a great day wants to bring in as well. I mean, how do you how do you deal with that as the landlord, as the owner? Yeah, and it's it's always up to the owner on what they want to do and what kind of um, guidance they want to use when it comes to allowing pets. And Nevada allows for pet security deposits, so um, you could consider your your pet deposits um, on what those look like. Okay. Um, is maybe it is by weight of the animal. There's certainly several uh, property owners who do do it by weight. Maybe they don't. They they're okay with you having an animal, um, maybe just a smaller animal, depending mm -hmm. on the community they live in. Mm -hmm. uh, so we definitely have them look at all their options available. Is it is it better to have the property rented and having the income with um, someone who may be a, a more elderly person and having their cat and having that security or, or not. So mm -hmm. just different ways that property owners can look at um, the, the community as a whole um, and what's really important. So, you know, some people really want to have their, their, they need their companion animal, their comfort animal in, in with them. So, so it just has to be something that's workable with yeah. both parties. And I think some discussion there yeah. um, would be, you know, between the, if a if a landlord absolutely doesn't want pets, it's probably because they had a bad experience Correct. in all likelihood. And we've all heard of that. I know plenty of pet owners that have had bad experiences with their pets. But when you have a, a landlord, you know, they're, it's inexcusable. It's, it's just like if it's uh, vandalism sometimes, mm -hmm. what a pet can do if it's not managed and controlled. But as long as there's a uh, a mechanism for recovery for the owner, if that happens, with a security deposit or something of that type. I don't see any reason why somebody can't enjoy their pet, absolutely. unless you absolutely hate pets. I don't know why anybody <laughs> would hate a pet, right? Because right. I dream of being a pet someday. <laughs> when I come back, I'm coming back as a dog. They seem to uh, have a great life right now. They really do. I, <laughs> I know really ours do. do. <laughs> I really do. What about when people have a concern about quote unquote vicious dogs? So for instance, the Rottweiler, 
the Doberman Pinscher, the Chihuahua. Those are individual bases. Um, you know, I, I'm of the opinion, I'm not speaking on behalf of the Association of Realtors, that really it's the owner. Mm -hmm. So um, there's, there's no bad dogs, there's bad owners. Um, we have there's bad cats. <laughs> We've we had a we had a, a black lab who we loved and adored, but came from a bad background with men, and so he we couldn't have him around. Uh, we couldn't have men in, inside the home with the dog. Yeah. Um, so we were just responsible pet owners to make sure that we were able to handle that situation. So it's it's really a, a matter of contacting the insurance companies and uh -huh. talking to them. Um, mm -hmm. I know that there are some restrictions in play, or you may have to pay a higher premium. Again, I'm of the opinion of it's the person, not the animal. Great yeah. feedback from you, April, on yeah. the pet situation from the, from the focus of real estate in northern Nevada. We also have Laura Van Antwerp here with us from the SPCA. When we come back, we're going to actually look at the stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Hang on. We'll be back after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. One, two, three, four, five. Save the date for the 4Kids Foundation's 5th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. 4Kids Foundation helps disadvantaged local kids in so many ways. New coats for those that can't afford to buy their own. Eyeglasses to help students learn better. Weighted blankets for kids with autism. Dance lessons to help build confidence. Or equine-assisted therapy to help kids recover from physical or emotional abuse. Help support the kids by supporting 4Kids Foundation's 5th Annual Golf Tournament. You can sponsor, participate, and support in this outstanding event. The 4Kids Foundation 5th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Get all the details and register at 4KidsFoundation.org or call us, 775-741-5231. Save the date for the 4Kids Foundation's 5th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort in Sparks. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. A lot of the people that listen to our radio show, they're real estate investors. And the best thing you can do if you're a real estate investor for the very first time is to incorporate your business. Yeah, you're a small business owner once you buy that first piece of investment. You've got tenants in your property. They're paying your rent every month. You've got to fill out your taxes like if you're a business owner. And get this, if there's a slip and fall on that property, somebody might be coming after you, the personal owner the sole owner of that property. Better to be incorporated so that there's an element of protection, a shield between you and all of those possible problems that might happen now that you're a business owner. I recommend that you call Sherry Hill, the author of Incorporate and Get Rich. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva because she helps people protect their wealth. It's amazing what incorporating your business can do to improve your life. Do you want to learn more? I encourage you to visit the website sageintl.com. Tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Laura Van Antwerp. She's from the SPCA. I'm glad you're here with us today, Laura. Thanks for having me. How long have you been working at that organization? I've been with the SPCA of Northern Nevada for a little over two years now. Uh -huh. And uh, it seems like I hear more and more 
about the SPCA, the pet world. I mean, the the pet economy is growing. It really is. You know, in just the two years that I've been there, mm -hmm. I've noticed that our programs have grown, our adoption intake has really grown, and it's been amazing. And more and more people are starting to get to know us in the community. A lot of people had never heard of us. Yeah. Um, and now people are starting to recognize the name. So it's been really rewarding. Well, very nice. You had an event recently where you worked with the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors to collect food and items of need for homeless pets. Tell us about that. It was a wonderful event. We had a lot of people drive by and they dropped off dog treats, dog food, paper towels to help us clean out the adoption center. We, we had someone roll up in a SUV full of goodies for our pets and it really does make a tremendous impact in our ability to give the care that our pets so deserve. Last year at about this time in 2020 when we were trying to go shopping, there were shortages of all kinds of stuff. I mean, there was no toilet paper, there was no paper towels, the bread, all kinds of things were missing. Did the same thing happen in the pet food world? Yes, absolutely. We needed a lot of those supplies and we had a hard time getting them. Thankfully, we had some donors that were able to supply us with you know, antibacterial wipes and things of that sort because mm -hmm. it really is vital that we keep our adoption center as clean as and sanitary as possible. Um, so thankfully, we were able to pull through thanks to the support of our community. Well, I know that a lot of the work that the SPCA does, the Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, is for animals that are suffering, struggling, for pet owners that are struggling with their pet. However, a lot of people that have brought pets into their world, into their lives, those are members of the family now. They're just part of the family. And I'm sure a lot of the guidance and advice that you can offer helps them be better pet owners. Yes, we make it a priority to offer as much guidance and advice as we can to our community. We have a ton of information on our website for new pet owners as well as pet owners who have maybe some behavioral issues that they're trying to deal with. And it really is important because we really want to keep pets in the home. It's just as important as adopting out pets is pet retention. And so that's something that we really do like to focus on. I know at my house, we have a double supply of paper towels because of what happened last year. We have an extra bottle of water, because we have bottled water, more so than what we had in years previous. When it comes to being able to provide for your pet, maybe a good idea to stock up there too? Yes, absolutely. You never want to run out in case something does happen. Like last year, who would have seen that coming? Right. <laughs> so you want to be as forward-thinking for your pet, just like you are for your own self, for your children, for your family, for your spouse. If your pet is that important, you have to include them in stocking your pantry. So if you have a one month supply of food for yourself and your family, you should have one month supply of food, maybe two months. Absolutely. For your dog. Mm -hmm. It's great information because so many homeowners, and this program is about helping people acquire homes, be it for primary residence or investment. So many of the homes, they have pets. I mentioned earlier in our radio show, I thought it would probably be at least 50%. April, you did some research while we were on break. Yeah, it's closer to 80, 80 to 85 percent um, who have pets as part of their family. And when they go out and they're looking for homes, mm -hmm. that's uh, they're looking for homes that have a, do a yard for mm -hmm. their pet um, or access to parks, things like that. So those are the type of properties that are uh most appealing to, to animal owners, whether you have the cat, they want to make see if there's a space for cat litter and mm -hmm. um, extra food in case they need it and to be stored. So those are the types of properties that they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. So I, I look at some, some households and they have, say, three people, maybe four, husband, wife, a couple of kids. And the mortgage is uh, $2,400 for four people. That's $600 a person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that makes it a little bit more bearable mm -hmm. when you think about what it costs to buy a home, to live in a home. But then if you've got a couple of animals, too, a couple of pets, I'd factor them right in there now. Now you've got six divided into 24. It's only running 400 ahead. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the more pets you have in the house, the less cost per head to stay in that house, right? Sure. <laughs> I can't afford a certain house. I'll just get an animal and now I'm in. <laughs> that is creative math. <laughs> Wouldn't it be that way if you could create deductions that quickly? Right. Yeah, Absolutely. but you can't. But you know yeah. what? Pets are a great motivator because I know that when I first got married and I had kids, suddenly I wanted to accomplish so much more and do so much more. 
And it's the same for your pet because you are working and you're creating a lifestyle for your pet when you buy a home, when you acquire property, when you do your best to improve it. It's for your entire world, not just yourself. And that pet is a critical part of that. There are so many things that are available for pets in northern Nevada. Are we seeing more pet stations so when people walk their dogs they have a little sanitation areas to do that uh, i bought a home in an area because i wanted to live close to a particular park this park has uh, got great amenities and it's got a fantastic name but you know that park is called the dog park there you go. Yeah, you know, we've seen it as the new communities um, are brought online, like in South Meadows, um, up in Spanish Springs, that the parks are integrated to accommodate animals. They've, Like you said, they've got the stations for um, picking up after your dog. Please pick up after your dog. Yes. Um, so they've got the disposal stations. Um, they've got little tracks that they can run on and play on. They've got enclosed areas where you could have free play with your dogs. Um, so we're seeing that more and more in communities that they are uh, being more aware of the fact that we all have pets. Uh, So it's great to see. Uh, Again, keep your dog on a leash. Pick up after your dog. Um, But but enjoy those activities and those outdoor areas that that are being built for for us so to enjoy with our animals. April Labrie, CEO of Reno Sparks Association of Realtors is with us along with Laura Van Antwerp from the SPCA. We're talking about all kinds of great fun things for people to enjoy and love in northern Nevada. It all comes down to home ownership. Let's look at the stats. I got these just a couple of days ago from the Association of Realtors. The median home price in northern Nevada does seem like it's stabled out a little bit. $450,000. Now, if you look at last year, I don't have the exact number here, but I do have the percentage. It's up almost 15% in one year. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. It's amazing. And it's amazing. And when you look at the number of units that are sold, how many homes are being sold in northern Nevada, this does not include new construction. Correct. 379 homes on the last report were sold during the last one-month reporting period. That's down almost 18% from the year prior. So prices are going up and less sales. That kind of tells me there's uh, an equalization looking ahead, right? A Correct. little bit. Uh, days to contract. How long does it take to sell a house when you put it up for the market? I remember when I was in the mortgage world, uh, and if we go back a little further, maybe to 2012, it was taking like forever because <laughs> nobody was buying homes in those days. Now, 24 days. That's oh. incredible. How? That's, that is so, so fast. It definitely gives a clear picture of the volatility of the market. So, you know, when you think about you put your house up for sale and it literally is taking two weeks to get an accepted offer and, and to get the process That's going. just for paperwork. Yeah, just that's typically. just for paperwork. <laughs> and, and that speed is down 24 days. That's down by 50% plus from a year ago. So just imagine a year ago it was taking about 36 to 38 days Correct. to close a deal. Now it's 24 because, you know, I would think maybe one reason is there's not that many deals closing. So it's not like there's that many ahead of the, you know, not a lot of traffic. Right. All right. Active inventory. Let's talk about how many homes are out there really for sale. I remember looking at this number recently, uh, maybe 60 days ago, and somebody said, well, yeah, that's the active number. But reality, most of those are probably already in contract. Regardless, I'm always curious. What is that active number? On the last report, 253 homes. That's down over 65% from last year. That's, that's again, no wonder prices are going up. Yeah. Inventory is very tight. Again, set going into month number seven of having less than one month supply of inventory. So it's not a lot out there. Um, like we've been talking about, we're looking at mm-hmm. spring, thinking that, that yeah. uh, vaccinations are going out. Yeah. People are getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We're getting comfortable with ourselves. We're getting comfortable with the new norm. Uh, and we, we're starting to look at, um, hey, do we need to move into a larger home that has that home office? Do we need to downsize what we currently have? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, Well, let's look at the price per square foot for yeah. the homes being sold in northern Nevada. Obviously, when you have home prices going up, the median home prices, it's mm-hmm. only natural that the price per square foot is going to go up commensurately. In this case, we're now up to $269 a square foot. That's up just over 3% in one month, but it's up almost 20% 
in <laughs> since last year, yeah. Since last year. So uh, it's getting to the point where it might be cheaper to build a house <laughs> than to buy one. Well. <laughs> I, know, I know materials are going up, but I'd build mine out of straw. Yeah, you know there you saying? go. Yeah, materials are going up as well. So mm-hmm. that's, that's going to have an impact, um, a huge impact as as you can imagine. Well, it's so. really amazing because what it says to me and to a lot of people that are here, a lot of people that own homes, a lot of people that are still thinking about buying homes, is that there is true value in northern Nevada. It's for real. I don't see that this is going to change. I took yeah. a recent trip through the USA Parkway on my way to beautiful Yarrington, Nevada recently. And to me, that's one of the big indicators. That's the uh, canary in a cage, if you will, of what's going on in northern Nevada. I'll talk about that after this quick message. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. One, two, three, four, five. Save the date for the Four Kids Foundation's fifth annual golf tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Four Kids Foundation helps disadvantaged local kids in so many ways. New coats for those that can't afford to buy their own. Eyeglasses to help students learn better. Weighted blankets for kids with autism. Dance lessons to help build confidence. Or equine-assisted therapy to help kids recover from physical or emotional abuse. Help support the kids by supporting 4Kids Foundation's 5th Annual Golf Tournament. You can sponsor, participate, and support in this outstanding event. The 4Kids Foundation 5th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Get all the details and register at 4KidsFoundation.org or call us 775-741-5231. Save the date for the 4Kids Foundation's 5th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort in Sparks. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 11.30 a.m., the Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 11.30 a.m. May 21st at Red Hawk Golf Course, the Four Kids Foundation 5th Annual Golf Tournament. It's a whole lot of fun. I played last year, and we raised a ton of money to help unfortunate kids in northern Nevada that suffer from all kinds of issues. Visit the website, 4kidsfoundation.org. We'll see you at Red Hawk. In the studio with me, I have the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, April Labrie. I'm glad you're with us today. I'm glad to be here. And you brought a great guest with you today. I really like talking with Laura Van Antwerp about the SPCA and all the good things going on in the pet world. It's been fun so far. Oh, it absolutely is fun because we get to talk about all of the things that we love. You know, I love helping people purchase homes. I love people being able to realize that they can become homeowners because sometimes it's so scary out there. It seems like uh, nothing's going in our favor. But I want to talk about these opportunities that you have to purchase a home if you have not yet become a first-time home buyer. April and I were talking about how the challenges were in the past, interest rates. Oh, they were so high. When I bought my home in the 80s, my first mortgage was at 12.5% and my second, 16.5% in the 80s. Now, I bought a home for $60,000 and I was barely able to get in there, but I made it. And little by little, things started to change. Can you imagine those kind of interest rates today on these prices? When I became a mortgage lender in 2004, one of my mentors explained to me that when you're buying a home, it's not the price you pay, it's not the interest rate you pay, it's not even the neighborhood you pay. It's all based on one thing, the terms. That's where the deal is, he said, because Peter, it's all about how much money you pay every month. That's what it's really about. So you have to start with that first payment. 
what's your first payment? And most people don't look at that. They just look at the price, they just look at the interest rate. So today we're going to give you a quick example. April and Laura are with me today, and we're going to be talking about home prices and interest rates in different decades. So let's assume that we want to buy a home for $300,000. But let's go back in time. Let's go back to the 70s. Remember the 70s? No. Bell bottom pants, disco, dancing, that big ball in the sky, you know, the disco ball. A lot of fun. Interest rates were at 8.86% approximately. And so in the 70s, what would you say, April, the mortgage payment would be on a $300,000 mortgage? This is just principal and interest. So in the 70s, April, can you imagine what the payments were on a $300,000 mortgage? Now remember, the interest rate at that time was about 8.86%. 2300 <laughs> $2,380, almost $2,400 $2, is what your mortgage payment would be on that $300,000 loan. Well, fast forward to the 80s. You remember the 80s? Yeah, so the 80s were, I love the Reno's crazy 80s music, all the dancing that was going on, disco died out, but then we got... Alternative. Alternative, right. We got all that crazy stuff. Interest rates really kicked up. That's when I bought my home. 12.7% was the average rate in the 1980s. And the mortgage payment on that... Holy, I can't believe this. Uh, 32.50. 32.50. Oh my gosh. For a $300,000 loan. Now, if we move up a little bit and we get right into the 2000s, so that's when we had the big uh, dot-com possible crash, all kinds of scary things happening as 2000 comes into our lives. Grunge In music. Interest <laughs> rates were at 6.29% along with the grunge music. $300,000 mortgage then, almost $1,900. Well, everybody wants to know, what about today, right? Today, in 2021, the interest rates are right at about 3%. 3% for a first-time home buyer, if you qualify, if you fit the guidelines. And that 3% against a $300,000 mortgage, people would think, well, nowadays it's probably much higher. Yes? No. The actual truth is it's not. It's $1,228. $1,228. You know, that's just barely over half of what it was in the 70s. It's amazing the difference what interest rates really, yeah. really do for your payment. In the 70s, granted, you probably would not have been shopping for a $300,000 home because the median home price then was probably somewhere in the neighborhood of $55,000 to $65,000. Still, we're comparing dollars to dollars and interest mm -hmm. rate to interest rate, and that shows you how dramatic an interest rate can be when it comes to your ability to purchase a home. So if I was able to purchase a home for uh, $800,000 and my interest rate was 0. .0001, I could probably still afford it because it's all about the terms. And that's what you have to look at when you are looking to become a first-time home buyer. What are the terms? One of my friends has a 40-year mortgage, and that was the way that they were able to get their payments down on a $300,000 mortgage, even beyond this. So depending on your creativity and the kind of lender you work with, you might well be able to afford a home today. And in many cases, it may be right about what you're paying for rent. That's what we're really seeing is that uh, the rental properties are having are charging the same amount a month that you could actually be living in your home. So uh, we encourage you to go out and you speak with your lender, really look at those terms, 30-year, 40-year, what type of um, interest rates you can get based on your credit history, uh, and really reevaluate your position as far as purchasing home. We also encourage you to use your real estate agent to look at different segments because we've been talking about how the median home price is 450000 Well, that 450000 is for all of the Reno Sparks area. So there are certainly areas within our community that fall above and below that $450,000 mark. So oh, yeah. it's really important that you do your research um, with your lender, check those terms, recheck those terms, <laughs> um, and speak with your real estate agent on the different areas. Oh, yeah. And always remember, keep your rent amount in mind. A good mm -hmm. friend from the Dixon Commercial Group not long ago sent me some stats on the average rents going on in northern Nevada. I mean, you're at the minimum of about $1,100 if you're in for a one-bedroom condominium apartment 
and in many cases higher if you have a desirable area. Mm -hmm. Goes all the way up to a minimum of fourteen to $1,800 for a three-bedroom, two-bath. And everybody I talk to about this report says, oh, it's way behind because we know of amounts much being paid that are much higher. Yeah. And it's going to continue to go higher. And that money that you pay for rent, you'll never recover that, quite frankly. You'll live there, but it won't really help you grow your assets or your retirement or any part of your financial life. So owning a home is a great opportunity to improve your life and the life of your loved ones, including your pets. Laura Van Antwerp has been with us from the SPCA. If you're looking to improve your life at home, you know, consider adopting a pet. There are a lot of pets in need in our community who are looking to find a wonderful family to live with and bring comfort to. The best way they can get more information about our organization is to visit our website, spcanevada.org, and they can see all the pets we have available for adoption in real time. Or, you know, find us on social media. They can see videos and learn more about the amazing programs that we offer to our community. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. April Labrie has been with us, too, from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Great update on what's happening in real estate. Uh, I would like to encourage people to consider selling their home. You know, I've talked to more and more people, April, that are looking to sell their homes and travel the country, get into an RV with the home prices being what they are now. I bet a lot of people could really benefit, get additional money in their pocket that they never thought about because the real estate market is so hot. What are your thoughts about that? Absolutely. It is a great time to sell um, because you have equity in your home. Mm -hmm. Odds are that you will have uh, equity in your home and mm -hmm. that gives you a perfect opportunity to reap the benefits of that sell and, and get an RV, downsize to a, a different type of community and yeah. travel. Get RV, travel. That's what I, I want to do. Everybody, the RV parks were just completely booked solid when we were trying to go on a vacation because everybody's getting in an RV and tr they're traveling across the country and uh -huh. they're able to be self-contained so they feel uh, a lot safer with that and they can take their pets with them. Oh, you know, I, You don't have to worry about hotels turning down because you have a little pet. <laughs> we're going to talk about how you transition from home ownership into the world of RV ownership and the RV lifestyle on an upcoming show. I oh, hope you'll awesome. come back and join us on that. I'd love to. All right. That's my retirement. I hope that's exactly what I get to do. All right. <laughs> You'll be here. You're welcome to join us as well, Laura. Glad to have you back. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter. If we can help you with real estate or real estate for investors, check out our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. And we'll be talking with you soon. Until then, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.